When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There we go. It's going to be our new song. Once Taylor leaves, I want this to be our new open. I used to babysit a little girl, and I uh, would play her songs like this, like John Denver and stuff, and she ended up memorizing every single word wow. of this song, and we would dance to it and stuff. It was really fun. I'm looking forward to the Ask Taylor like six months from now. When you're fully acclimated into the farm life. By the way, six hundred will be December. It'll be cold, so freezing. It'll be it'll be one of those. Well, the problem is how, how's how's it going yeah, out? Well, he there? won't have a cell phone by then. <laughs> by that point, he's out. He's off the grid. Forget this. You're not you're not going like with my commune. You're not going off the grid. You're just changing occupations. Yeah, the Wi-Fi is spotty, yeah. but you know. I'll- I'll communicate with you guys. Don't worry. See, he's already going to have the Wi-Fi spotty. I don't know if I'll be able to, <laughs> yep. to touch base with you guys. I'm or not. serious. Yeah, I've had girls tell me that back in the days. You know, <laughs> uh, the just the service was really bad. I didn't get your text. You want to talk about the middle of nowhere? This is. I'm going off. Oh, the I believe grid. that. I believe that. <laughs> You're getting girls telling you they're going off the grid <laughs> is amazing. Never mind that. You know, this just isn't working out. And please stop calling me. I'm going off the grid. I'm going Unabomber and going to go live in a shack in the woods. You can fire a shotgun out your front porch and nobody's going to hear it for miles. Really? You're that isolated. Yeah. What if something can't do goes that wrong in Pasadena? <laughs> you got to drive. What if you can't? <laughs> you got a plan. Yeah, but if you can't plan for things Stock to go up for the winter. I think he's going to love it out there. That's not what I was I lived talking there, about. I lived there 20 years. Like yeah, I'm- but now the perspective now going back, I think, will be be a lot different. Damn, what a what difference. What about the winters? What about them? They're They're, aren't they freezing Negative, negative 20. Yeah, a couple feet of snow. Negative 20? At the worst. There are fires. With wind chill. There's, there's heat. I know there's heat. I'm just saying, but there's, you know, when you get used to San Diego, LA, places like this, that 50 is basically. I think you would to, do really well. Out it's there. all relative. I mean, 50 to me is cold. I think right you now, should but sell. My body's going to acclimate. Hit Susan with a text. Say, hey, thinking about selling the place. Bought a plot of land. Bought a we- plot of land. It's 88 acres, <laughs> and I think you and I would thrive out here. Michael's almost done with high school. Yeah, I want our kids to run around. Love you, babe. Argument is probably too strong of a word, but okay. we had a spirited discussion, mm-hmm. shall we say, over the weekend because we were in my new favorite California city, Fresno, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm looking around, and I'm looking at some of these home prices, sure. and I'm looking at, I'm seeing a hospital on every corner, mm-hmm. like she can get a job tomorrow, right? And I'm just thinking, I don't want to work till I'm 70 years old. And we had the whole argument about where we're going to retire, which, by the way, is 20 years away. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a long way away. Mm-hmm. But she's basically decided we're only going to live in Southern California. And I said, no, that's really not an option. I don't want to work till I'm 100 years old. We went round and around again on where we're going to retire. It's 20 years How's away. How's the golf out there? Hot. It's hot. I don't want Good to amount golf. of courses? Sure. It's California. There's golf courses everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hot, and I don't want to play golf every day. I want to play golf a little bit, but not every day. Oh, it's hot. You get out, get out there in the morning, seven a.m. 
No. I thought that's when you like golfing. I, I it's do. like the perfect I ideal no, time. It, it, it kind of have other things to do. I, I just don't want to work. That's the bottom line. I want to go to a place where I can just do whatever. If I want to play some golf, great. I want to yeah. go for a long walk, great. I want to do nothing. I want to. How's read a book. the local sports radio station out there? <laughs> I don't want to do that either. I just I, I want to just be off, done, final. She's going to make me work till I'm 75 years old. Susan, need to go get a Walmart application. Hi, welcome to Walmart. You need anything? Can I point you in the right direction? I think you got to go back to Sears. Sears is kaput. They're done, done? Just about. There's a few here I was going to say, why do I feel like I still see one? There, There's a few here and there, yeah. but it's basically- That's the bad direct. part of the mall. Yeah, yeah. But, but here's the thing. Cobwebs. <laughs> the light bulbs are out. <laughs> They're just using it. Macy's is using it as storage. <laughs> Macy's isn't doing much better. None of those places are. But the thing about Sears is when you put in your resume, further down the line, it's going to say that you have experience at Sears specifically. <laughs> You're going to tell me that's look, not, you don't have a head start in front of everybody experience. else? I have retail experience. I Look, I would get hired in Walmart like that. I'm sure that that's going to happen, and I'll have my vest, and I'll be telling people where the diapers are and yep. where the uh, soda is and where the tires are and all those things. You'd kill it at TJ Maxx, too. Do you have those arguments? Do you have the arguments that, that it has nothing to do with anything in the immediate future? Like, not even in the near future, not even a year from now, five years from now. Twenty it, Best case scenario, I retire in 20 years. Best case scenario, 20 years. No, had that not fight. having that 20-year down-the-road argument yet. I don't want to live here. I'm not saying we're going to move to Clovis, Sue. I'm not saying. I'm just saying that there are other places that have nice houses that are less expensive. So if she said yes, we'd be there. You would never see me again. Mm. We would have made an offer, and I'd be holed up in Clovis right now. Nice baseball parks. Go watch some high school baseball. Go watch a little Fresno State. I'm all in. You're all set up. Where are you going to retire, Slee? Got a lot of time to think about that, buddy. You never know. know. Maybe you'd, maybe you'll win the lottery. Well, if I won the lottery, then might as well just park in La Jay Jolla. Tree, right? Park in, park in La Jolla, California, and just get, yeah. get a place out that, there. That's, you're going to have to win the lottery if you want to yeah. live in La Jolla. Oh, I agree. Joshua Sleep. <laughs> nah, I can't do that. Pretty isolated. It's you great should... for a day and a half, and come, then you're like, all right. Iowa, man. How about like, Colorado? I can see you like, doing something like mountainous. Colorado's Beautiful. That's one of the few places Colorado's that Susan beautiful. does not aggressively argue against. Ah, there you go. That does not aggressively argue against. Go like Western Colorado, but not necessarily Denver. You could do like Boulder, Minturn, Silverthorne. What about like, La Paz? Yeah. <laughs> oh, La Paz is good living. You'd have to learn Spanish. We'll be fine. You can figure that. Yeah. Does Lady Slee speak yeah, Spanish? Yeah, she does. Oh, there you go. No, I don't have to do anything. Perfect. You didn't have to talk to anybody. Literally nothing. That's... Win, win. All right, Dodgers have the second-best odds in uh, Major League Baseball to win the World Series. Surprisingly enough, the Braves have the best. Dodgers are second. Put that aside for a sec. What that means is they're probably going to make the playoffs. They have the potential to make a run. What if they don't? When, when, When does the failure of this era of Dodger baseball, which has been wildly successful, I think this is Dave Roberts' Eighth year, yeah. they've won the division six of the previous seven seasons. The the year they didn't win it, they won 106 games. They're pro, they're, they're they're the favorite to win the division again this year. What is does the bill come due at any point with him? Where the Dodgers just say, you know what? Much like with Don Mattingly, who won a bunch of games but was not getting them over the hump, they decide to go to Dave Roberts. Dave has gotten them to the World Series three times, won it once. Does the bill come due and they say, we just have to make a change for change's sake? Because I feel like if they were going to do that, wouldn't it have been at the end of last year? That that was the time. That we won 111 games. 
what played four more. It's, it's time. We, we love you, but we need to make a change because we need to make a change. Okay, a couple questions here. How, how do you define, what's your definition of success? So if you look at Dave Roberts over an eight-year window, okay, how would you define, just your first initial reaction when I say, hey, what do you think of Dave Roberts as the manager of the Dodgers? What's the first thing that comes to mind? That they've won a ton of games. Honestly, like the first thing they want, I think he's got the greatest winning percentage in the history of managers. Literally, he's won more games than anyone else in that window. The next thought is they're a little short on. Can titles. I can I also, stay with your first team. thought? Let, let me start. Let me stay with your first thought. If your first thought is he wins a ton of games, um, most winning manager percentage wise over this span. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. He owns the best winning percentage in MLB history. I'm looking at it right okay. now. If I went to another Dodger fan and I asked the same exact question, if I did that 10 times, how many of what you said you think those 10 Dodger fans are going to say? Six or seven. Six or seven are going to say what you said? I think so. Why do I feel like that's not what they would say? Why do I feel like they're going to say um, the guy has had... That, why do I feel like they're going to say the guy has had unbelievable rosters, mm-hmm. they've been absolutely stacked, and I feel like that they've always some shape, way, or form at some point have come up short. Why well, I feel like there's also going to be a lot of people that are in that camp. Because there there will be, and it's not unreasonable. But having a great roster does not guarantee you're going to win a bunch of games. Go ask the Padres. Go ask the Mets right now. They have good rosters. They're getting their asses kicked. Right, Having really good players, you have to have really good players to win a bunch of games, yeah. but just having good players doesn't mean you're going to win a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. They have underachieved in the postseason. It's There's like two separate things. Them during the regular season, you literally could not ask for more. He's won the division every year but one, and the year they didn't, they won 106 games. Yep. They've also been really, what's the word, underwhelming. In the postseason. Perfect word. Perfect They've been in the World Series three times. They got cheated once. They got smoked another time. And they won a weird one in Texas against the Rays playing in front of 5,000 people. Okay. But they've also had some flameouts. The Washington flameout. The Padre flameout last year. You've had some really inexplicable early exits in these playoffs. That's part of it, too. But they're almost independent islands of one another. I don't know if they go together. So if you had to ask yourself, based off of that entire resume... Based off of that entire resume, I would think then, well, I don't think he's the specific problem. I don't either. Based off that exact resume of you can have people in both of these camps because hypothetically, if you went out there and got a different manager and you threw him into that situation, they're probably going to win a lot of regular season games as well. There's a good chance that come playoffs, it's kind of a coin flip. They're going to have success or they're not going to have success. So what would really be the advantage of saying that is it just to... We just need a new voice. We need to try something Which, different. by the way, happens so that, much that, in every occupation. That's that, that's not uncommon. That's why I think it's a possibility. I don't think it's a likely possibility, but I think it's a possibility. If you were going to do it because of frustration or you felt like something had been mismanaged at, an, at a really important juncture, that's last year, mm-hmm. right? That if you were going to 111 games and you lose three out of four to the Padres and you're out in the first round, we, that's the time to say... Hey, look, Should we they just have done make it? A change. I don't think so. If they did, would you have been disappointed? No, I wouldn't have. I I, I think it's one of those. Here here's the rub though, and I think and Dodger fans, I want you to get in on this eight seven 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 ten ESPN. You got to be careful about what you do because you can make it worse. 
Right now, maybe it gets a little better. Maybe you get the guy that you got there. Just the right voice, just the right amount of soft skills, just the right amount of, now I'm not going to follow the math in that situation. I don't think the Dodgers would be super inclined to hire somebody that wouldn't follow the math. But no, I wouldn't have been the end of the world. But the last thing you want is somebody that comes in that is a zero on all those other departments, and you just have a guy in there that's doing nothing. It, it could get worse. The only thing I'd say to every time we make an argument about Dave Roberts, you say, Al, I don't think he's making that call. I don't. So if he's not making that call and basically listens to the front office in every possible situation, it's kind of, listen, he's he's all in. Hey, I, I get it. This is how you guys want to run the team. What am I supposed to say? You guys are giving me an unbelievable roster. We're depending on the math. Yep. We've had a lot of success. I almost think from a front office perspective, that's the perfect guy for them. Could you not for, for what the they want to do? Isn't that the perfect guy for I, them? Look, obviously so. Or they would have made a change prior to this. But you wonder if there isn't just a moment where it's like, we, we got to give them something. We got we got to throw a little something yeah. to the fans just to kind of calm them down or whatever. Because there isn't a moment where you say right there that hasn't already happened. If you're going to make a decision to move on from him because of a decision or a series of decisions. We've come and gone through that, right? We've already had the moment that would make you go, dude, not that, and he's still here. Here's the only thing I don't like about the conversations about Dave Roberts. I hate when it's time to point the finger at him. Why is Dave doing that? And then the response is, he's not making that call. So then I'm like, all right, then, then what? Well, Friedman's not going to fire himself. But that my point is, like, I don't know then who to who do I get angry at then. The math. If, if, the, the, if, the, if a the, Dodger fan out there is saying, no, don't tell me that maybe this is just too simplified, but you can get mad at Sean McVay. You can get mad yeah. at Darvin Ham. Yeah. You could get mad at, you know, you could get mad at certain managers or coaches. I'm going to tell you who to get mad at, and you're going to hate the answer. Plus, with more of these phone calls coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is from Alex the Gardener who writes, I just pictured Trav chugging people under the table in the break room at Walmart while rocking his best. His, I'm assuming you mean vest? I don't think they encourage that at Walmart. I don't think I could take yeah, uh, on the, clock. The, the, the teenagers on their summer jobs at Walmart. Just I'm 75 years old and knocking them back. I'm not surprised. I, I could see it. I could see it. I could also see you kind of pulling over to the side, just kind of those prepared, already a sandwiches already prepared. Just grabbing one, you know? It's break time. I don't want Can't to be eat in the break going room. down aisle nine. I don't want to chug beers. I don't want to work. This is See, now I'm going to be preoccupied for the rest of the day. So your question was, who should you be mad at when the Dodgers make, when they follow the math 
in a short series and they lose, right? Like, and, and my response always to you and the Dodger fans has always been, guys, you're screaming at the wrong guy. I know you want Dave's head on a stick. I know that you you want to, you know, fire the manager is always the the rejoinder when teams lose, and I get it. I just really don't think he's the one that's saying, hey, let's use Julio in the fifth inning today. Hey, let's go with an opener. I don't think that that's his decision exclusively. I think they're collaborative decisions that he's in on, but ultimately does not have the thumbs up or thumbs down on it. He's a part of the team. The guy that you should be mad at is Andrew Friedman. The guy that that is ultimately in charge of this is him. The one that's ultimately saying, we're going to follow this model, whatever the model is, whether it's the model for 162 games, a model for best of five, a best of seven or whatever, instead of just saying, you know what, this just doesn't feel right. I don't want to do this. Or this guy looks great. I'm going to leave him in. I know the math says to take him out, but we're leaving him in. They are so committed to their philosophies that they never deviate from them. That's not a Dave Roberts was a player. Okay, Dave Roberts is not a mathematician. Andrew Friedman is a stats guy. He's an analytics guy. He's that guy. Dave Roberts is. He knows hot. He knows when it's cold. He yeah. knows when it's time to move on or move off or stay with. I believe, but I don't think he's making those calls. But I think that, it comes from up high. But that's not how it. That's not how it works. If I if I told you that Rob Palenka traded for Russell Westbrook, who lost their job? Frank Vogel, Mm -hmm. right? That in all of these sports, yes, the front office, you're 2,000%. And you should go higher than the front office. Who's the owner? Is the owner giving that person an opportunity to go out and get the players that they want? If it's not... You know, if you can't get frustrated, Dave Roberts, and you're like you're saying here, you know that the these situations in game. That's the part where I'm like, what do you mean this is all you? It's impossible to script something out before it happens. Okay, you could say, let's play this out. If A happens, we're doing this. If B happens, we're doing this. If C happens, we're doing this. Are they going D E F G H K? They're going all the way down that low. I I think they have not every scenario, obviously. Then save the money on the manager. There are soft skills that are part of this. I, you're singing to the choir right now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you on a lot of this. I'm, my whole point is, if you want to run a lab experiment for 162 games, I'm here for it. It clearly works. It clearly works, right? Over 162 games. Well, you've always said when that sample size gets smaller. I'm talking five. Look, if I flip a coin, heads or tail, if it goes over the course of 162 flips it's going to be closer Pretty to close even to, but if you you're going to have 10 in a row where you get one thing too mm-hmm. right look look at the a's the a's won 7 games in a row despite being on a pace to lose 130 games and then they turned around and lost 7 in a row there's no rhyme or reason to little chunks of this same thing with the good teams at the top with the dodgers over the course of it let's run it and let's see but let's either tell the truth which is like we're we're running a math equation here, or Dave Roberts is in charge of these, and we're going to hold him accountable for these decisions. One or the other, fine. I, I'm good with either one of them. But this, hey, we're going to let him make the decisions. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, elbow in the ribs, and when it goes bad, we're just going to say, ah, eh, anything can happen in a short series. They don't. It doesn't add up because you're right. If if it were Dave Roberts making these decisions, he would have been relieved of his duties at some, even though he's. Won the division every year. Been in the World Series three times. It's somebody like we got to change this up. Yeah, I, 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 for me, I guess it just comes down to if this year the Dodgers don't win the World Series, it's a lot less. There's a lot less pressure to it that if they didn't win this year, 
I don't think people were walking in this year saying, hey, they have to win it all. Where last year, which I think falls a little bit more to what you were saying, if you were going to have him, if you were going to cut Dave Roberts at some point, that was the time. It was supposed to be when you won 100 plus games, 111, you get a franchise record, and then you lost in four to the San Diego Padres, who had won 89 games. Yep. And, and, Convincingly is too strong of a word, but they beat them in four. It's not like it had to go five, and no. not nothing fluke I, happened. Al, convincingly is fine. Convincingly <laughs> is fine, right? But it was okay. Convincing. So what happens then this year that the Dodgers make it to the playoffs and lose in the first round? I don't think the extra, this isn't the year that yeah. you're supposed to win it all. You're, you're you're right about that, but it's another year. It's it it's just it's literally let's let's say they win the division again. So you won the division. Don Mattingly won the division a bunch of years in a row, and they finally got rid of him. It's just time to move on. Now he wasn't getting him to the World Series. That's something that Dave is mm. doing. But at some point, something's got to change. They're they're in the process of changing out players. If the players go back again, at some point, it's not that this matters. But I'm just curious. Dave Roberts gets fired at the end of this season. Uh huh. Picked up like that. Oh yeah, yeah, I think oh, so too. Yeah. Instantly. Oh yeah, instantly. He would be the number one candidate on every single list that has a vacancy. Yes, yeah. which is which. By the way, I think is part of the reason that he probably doesn't get cut loose is because there isn't an obvious this guy is better. Yeah, they put this because they don't want better. They want someone to be part of the team mm-hmm. to be part of the organization to execute the plan as quote we see it collectively mm-hmm. this is where do you do you share our vision al do you believe that this as sure. opposed to yeah i most of this but occasionally but I'd guys like to i go gotta go here. with you know yeah. i'm gonna do my own thing thanks, in this situation thanks this for moment coming in we'll let you know but you know i i it's kind of funny that's that's the one thing that i feel like the criticism on the dodgers is exactly that as yeah. well it's it's this let dave manage if dave's gonna let dave in a certain situation let him just say guys i get what the script says yeah I'm but I'm going against the script on this one and live with the results rather than we went by the script. We went by the script. We went by the script. <laughs> they, they, He says that they've done that. Just nobody believes it. It's like, uh-huh. Why did you, you, you decided that Julio's going to come into the game in the fifth inning? Okay. Sure. Sounds great. Camillo in Boyle Heights. Camillo, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Good morning, Jazz. I appreciate you guys having me on. I, I just had a quick uh, comparison. I, I, I compare the Dodgers currently to the Braves of the 90s. Uh, Bobby Cox and and uh, Dave Roberts kind of in the same boat. Amazing every year winning the winning uh, winning the division, getting to the getting to the World Series, and then not winning. And it's uh, there's a there's a certain one thing that's been lacking. I think. Is there's a lack of somebody to be scared of in the Dodgers lineup throughout the whole time? There's nobody that really strikes fear. There's good hitters, but there's no like Albert Bell out there. Okay, there's the, no Ortiz, uh, Manny Ramirez, I, guys like that. That yeah, I, I, I get that. I, I hear what you're saying, Camilo, but I want to throw this back at you. When Freddie Freeman came up for the Braves those two years, were you scared of him? Uh, not really. It's a, um, but can, can I, is it a different type of scare that you're talking not about? Not for me, it's not. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a different type of scare because in the playoffs, it's different. What when about Mookie when he was Barnes, with the Red Sox playing him in the World Barnes Series? Right there, he looked intimidating. He looked scary. 
I'm just telling you, when Mookie and when Freddie were coming up for the Braves and the the Red Sox respectively, and those guys came up to bat, I was worried. Can I can I tell can I give you what maybe it's a good example? Last year when it was Mookie, Trey, Freddie, uh-huh. right? There was this, and I could I could look at it. Let me look at it from the other side. When they came up to bat, I'm like, all right, well, where's Freddie? Freddie going to hit that single? Right. Um, Trey is going to be clutch somehow, and if he gets on base, he's getting a second. Like there was strategically, it's like these guys are just badass baseball players. What they weren't, which I think what he's talking about is Machado can go yard anytime. It was I used I, I used the Manny Ramirez, I used the David Ortiz. Mm-hmm. There were certain guys that I think there was a certain fear in the line. He could hit a three run bomb right now and that kind of changed the whole perspective on, yeah. on the I, game. I, I get that. I get the, the the idea of having a slugger in the middle of that order that you're worried of him coming up with the guys in the bonds. I, I call Muncie. I mean Muncie's got Mun- a little bit but, of that. Muncie's it, it's Freddie and it's Mookie. Those are, and even Will Smith to point he's not a forty home run guy, but he's one of those guys that's incredibly clutch. I don't think it's a they don't have the guy like Camilo was talking about. I think it's a their guys have not been good when the post like it, it's not just this guy Mookie was not swinging the bat well yeah. Freddie was not swinging the bat yeah. well Trey Turner was not swinging the bat well yep. it's it's just that they're ice cold rather than they don't have the right guys because even if you get a guy like a Manny Ramirez they go cold occasionally but not at the most important times that's that's the biggest thing and I don't know how you fix it I don't know what Dave Roberts says says nothing does differently how do you get that that sense of urgency that they frequently have during the regular season the Dodgers are a gritty team especially this year's team but how do you get that in the postseason I, and I don't know the answer I to think it. his comp of the Braves in the 90s it's pretty good I, I think if you just say hey what did you think of that era of Braves oh. baseball? That's the last thing you want to be your – I get it. They won a World Series. The Dodgers have won a World you Series. They've got that. there. But you also have a such a dominating franchise. If you're remembered similar to the Braves, that can't be a good era. It's a good era, but it's an underwhelming era. It is not a Disappointing. compliment. It's not a compliment is mm-hmm. what it is. Hey, you're like the Braves from the 90s. Nobody's like, sweet. It's like, yeah, I guess we kind of are, right? Even with the World Series. And the Dodgers have a World Series championship. Mm-hmm. But it's less than it should be. No one's talking about the Giants won three in five years, right? The Astros have won two, one ish yeah. in the last eight or nine years. They're in sure. it every they're in the ALCS every sure. year. They're not getting beat by teams sure. that shouldn't beat them. They're mm-hmm. losing to the Nats. They're losing to Look at the, the Red Braves. Sox the last twenty years, what they've done. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference. Factor Cap coming up next is Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey guys, I do feel like my month of June has been a lot like Anthony Davis's last couple seasons where it's just like can't catch a break every time I feel like I'm finally off the IL, I'm back on it, you know? So uh, back is feeling a little better, but... uh, Have you taken anything? You might might then go on a streak here of about 50 straight days of feeling good. Totally. Exactly. And then hopefully... 50 days is a streak to feel good. (laughs) Like in five years, sure. 
Yeah, and hopefully 55. that lines up with like the Rams season, so I'm not on the IL for that. Have you taken anything other than Advil? Uh, nope. No, no muscle relaxers or anything like that. I do that? not have any. So. Oh, those are I would <laughs> would recommend. Just FYI. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll get some soon. Uh, so also for some reason today. Uh, so inside baseball, we have three TVs in the studio. Uh, and they usually you know are an ESPN, maybe a news station, and maybe TNT if the game was on TNT last night. So today our TVs, one of them is on Comedy Central, and it's been playing Parks and Rec all day. And I don't know who put it on there, but it made me happy. And it just so happens to. That two Parks and Rec actors' birthdays are today. So Nick Offerman and Aubrey Plaza, happy birthday to both of them. So a lot of my questions are going to be Parks and Rec themed, just because they got to my head. Right on. So when I got in today, they were playing uh, the time capsule episode of Parks and Recreation. So if you haven't watched that, it's an episode in which a dad tries to get so Pawnee, Indiana, sorry, is trying to get a time capsule for the city, and they are trying to put one into it. It's a whole like. Everyone puts in weird stuff, but this one dad really, really wants Twilight to be into the time capsule and for his daughter because he's in an odd relationship with his daughter. He's going through divorce. He wants to do this for her so that she will be happy with him. So you know what you would put in a time capsule right now. Travis, Fetter Cap. For my family or for the city of LA? I'm going to say for so Might for be the your same family thing. to open 20 <laughs> years from now. Oh, it would have to be something about the state of our family right now, right? Like where where the kids, something from when the kids were really little is what I would put in there. So when their grandkids open it up, it would be like, this is what life was like in 2004, right? If it were for my kids, they, they know all this stuff. But if you're fast forwarding a generation or two and I'm long dead and they, my, my kids are grandparents at that point, yeah, something from the early 2000s about our family, like pictures of the house or something like that. Something about the way we were living. Al, same for you. But yeah, think about it as like something that your kids, your family might open in 20 years. All the details to Taylor's farm. <laughs> All 600 acres. <laughs> the, the schedule for the Lakers this season. <laughs> right. Um, I'm trying to... So how, how can I... Is there anything I can do here financially for them that is of benefit down the road i'm trying to think i i, I don't have yeah, the who knows exact what the dollars answer. worth at that point in time <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything from that perspective um you almost just kind of want to put them in a position where it's like all right i can educate them in this when the time capsule but i don't know if i have an exact answer to it okay taylor i think like a letter maybe would be good or some polaroids or a Tyreek Evans jersey. Sure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> a letter is a really interesting idea. Yeah. A le- like not, not to just yourself or to your family to, or to anybody. To the family. This is what's going on in the world. These are my fears. These are my hopes. This is what I mm. hope happens to you. This is my best friend this, right now. This was. This is what I did when I was your age. Like that, that's a really interesting idea. I'm stealing that. Letter. I like the beam jersey. Uh, Tyler. Yeah, I think Taylor really hit the nail on the head there with the, you know, what's what's the state of life right now? What's going on? Like, what's going on in the world? What's going on in our personal lives? I think some Polaroids would definitely really hammer home the idea. Yeah, Taylor, nice work, dude. I will put in uh, a Taylor Swift The Arrows Tour t-shirt, because uh, obviously that was what we're obsessed That's with That's right sacrificial now. for you. You're not going to keep that I'll have all, I'll have multiple. Oh. It'll, be in the, it'll be in the vault, the Hebo family vault. It'll be pressure controlled and proper yeah. lighting and no dust like the Louvre. Right, exactly. All right. So um, the bear came out last uh, Wednesday, but I benched it over the weekend. Uh, but 
it has this is not a spoiler there was a, there is a singular episode that is set at christmas time so it's june it's obviously not christmas time uh so the bear did this and also ted lasso did it last season where they had just a random christmas episode that but the show dropped in the middle of the summer so a uh, christmas episode should only be at christmas time alan fetter cap I kind of I, I fall fact on this. Uh, there's a store. A couple of weeks ago, I was in San Diego and in Seaport Village, and this happens. This is not uncommon. You go to any mountain place or anything like that, and there's stores there that are Christmas themed all year. Twelve months ahead, they're selling Christmas you know, small Santas, the houses, the this, the that. It's so weird to be in there in June or in July or you know off month, and I think that has a lot to do with it as well. When you watch, if there's a, a movie that's Halloween themed and it's January, it's like what the hell is this? Like I can't watch this right now. I agree. I, I go fact on this one. Anything that's not in that kind of uh, that timetable is weird for me. Trev? Yeah, especially like the new episodes, right? Like if you just run into an old episode of Parks and Rec and it's right. Christmas yeah. themed. That's and not it, weird. That's not weird, but when they give you the new one or sometimes there'll be a movie that is themed off season, I, I, no, I, I need, because it's a weather thing for me. Even out here in L.A., the weather at Christmas is different than the weather right now. It's yeah. just like, no, this doesn't, why are they wearing sweaters? It's 85 mm-hmm. degrees outside. I don't like this. I'm Yes, fact. Taylor? fact yeah just celebrate things when they happen it's pretty simple tyler yeah fact unanimous don't don't, yeah don't just don't feed me i'm out of idea (laughs) products you know (laughs) give me something that's relevant yeah, it's. I think for the bear too. This was an, a like kind of a bottle episode, quote unquote, like more of like a flashback episode. So like it wasn't in the entirety of the whole season, but it's very British to do this. You know, Brit Brits usually do a very short seasons and then have a Christmas special at some point. So like your show might premiere in June, but they release one episode in December. So I feel like that would have maybe served this better. But overall, it served the arc of the season. So still happy with the season. Is Aubrey Plaza's birthday? Like I mentioned earlier, she's a favorite of everybody in the show, right? She's Gorgeous, she's, she's lovely, great actress, but um, she is known for RBF. Uh, she has kind of a stoic face at all times, and so she has a resting witch face. So <laughs> you believe that you have RBF. Uh, Taylor, fetch your cap. Yeah, you guys tell me. Fact, I think I do, um, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> all right, Tyler? I only suffer from this sometimes, uh, but admittedly, I do have it. Um, at times where I don't intend to have it, like I think I'll be smirking, and my wife will be like, "Look at you, look at this photo of you. Look at this. Do you see why you need to smile?" So yeah, I think I I think I have it, but it's more passive and unintentional. All right, Trav. I, I'm just for the record. I don't think either one of you guys do. I Taylor, you don't have it at all. Oh. I mean. It, I've never gotten the sense. No, that I, don't, I don't. I don't okay. get. I don't yeah. get that vibe from Taylor. But yeah. Emily, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> but no, he said to him, "You haven't gone yet." I was going to wait to see you. You don't either. I, I think that there's a difference between RBF and you're not the goofy Stoicism. guy who's got some weird smile plastered on his face all the time. Like RBF is that kind of eyebrows down kind of thing, right? I don't think any of us really have that. So I'm going to say cap to myself. Al. Fact, I think I got a little bit of it. I think there's times I'll, I'll have like a family member say, you should smile more. I'm like, what? 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 where'd that come Make from? Make me. Are, are you in a bad mood? <laughs> no, I'm not in a bad Give mood. Give me a reason but, to smile. <laughs> but why are you asking if I'm in a bad mood? I think not knowing it sometimes, you just might have your, like you were saying, Tyler, that you might be taking a picture and then you look at the photo, you're like, bro, you want to smile a little bit or something like that? You're exactly. almost critiquing yourself. Exactly right, yeah. All right, so- Emily, what's your answer? Uh, I think that I don't. 
but I can be like if I'm not in a good mood, I can just have it. But that's also a, that's there's everybody. a reason, you know. Like that's there's everybody. yeah, exactly. But um, all right, so it's Nick Offerman's birthday, as I mentioned before, and he's not only known for being an actor and not only being known for being married to Megan Mullally, but he's also a woodworker. So he will make uh, things out of wood. He's very talented. A kind of like. Woodsiness, you know? So I really wish his name was Ron Swanson. I really <laughs> wish that was it. All right. So the manliest act that you can do is to be a good woodworker. Travis Fetter Cap. It's close, but I think it's cap. It's in the top two or three, maybe mm-hmm. five. I think the man like the manly, manly, manly stuff is being able to survive off the land. Right, that being able to hunt and mm. fish and catch the survive in the woods with just your wits kind of situation to be able to build a fire without a match to be able to catch food to be able to do something where like basically naked and afraid right like if you can make that go that's the manliest thing being able to build stuff is close but that's number one Al? so i think i've mentioned this i i fall fact into this i think i mentioned this that a good friend of mine is a contractor right so the guy is Building homes. Knows Home Depot, like the back of his hand. It go, does the, you know, where you're, you got your contract, you park somewhere different, everybody's yep. calling his name, he's already got his account there, he doesn't have to bring out a credit card, they're charging him, all this stuff. There's something about being with him that I'm like, what the hell's going on here? You look at his hands, his hands look like they've gone through a lot. Wood chipper. Mine don't. <laughs> so I think there is something to that. I go fact on that one. Taylor? Fact, yeah. I think, uh, well, my dad's actually a very talented woodworker. He does like stools, bowls, um, benches, anything. And I, I wish I had half that skill. Tyler? Yeah, I'm going to say it's fact manly, only because but so artistic as I don't, well. I don't yes. work yeah. well with my hand. Like, I build Legos. I know Bergman's also big into Legos, but like, that's <laughs> that's the manliest I get when it comes to building things. And is, they give you literal piece by piece instructions. Yeah, piece by piece instructions, tiny little pieces of plastic, and I got my finished product. It's about the size of my palm, <laughs> and that's it. You know, wrap it up and take it home. It's not so, a tree branch. So you know what I'm going to turn that into? Yeah, it's I'm going to make that a, a dollhouse. I'm going I'm to turn that into a chair or a desk. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Like, no, take the blue piece and snap it to the yellow piece. That's that's the only thing I can do. My too. man. All right, one last one just specifically for Travis. Back. So Saturday's game, was it a balk? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yes. 100%. It was a balk. It was subtle, but it's Should a it balk. Should it have been called? Yes. There. No. There. There is not... Um, what do I want? Uh, in, interpre- interpretive moments for rule violations like Bach. It either is or it isn't. Yeah. As an umpire, you are trained the second you see it, you throw your hands in the air, Bach, right? You do it right away. The so reason- if the ump didn't say anything, would you have said, what the hell is that? It, That's a Bach. I needed to see it on the replay. I did mm. not catch it, but on the replay, yeah. It. The reason that, was it Stefanik? I think there was the pitcher for the- Stanek. Stanek. Who lost it? He knew he did it. Yeah. Right, he knew he did it. That's why he was saying you have to step off. He didn't step off. It's a balk, and anything that screws the Astros, I'm for it. So yes, fact. Yeah, we were just thinking of like a year ago where you hallucinated, probably less than that. You hallucinated one of your, I think it was Michael, one of Michael's games, one yeah. of his teammates. It was yeah. not Michael. Yeah. I did do it to Michael though two weeks ago. We were playing up in <laughs> uh, Santa Clarita, and yeah. as he, so he didn't come set, Slee. Right, mm-hmm. you know, you got to come set, and and. As he didn't come set, I turned to Susan. I'm like, that's it. And the umpire called it out. Michael looks like, whoa, what happened? I'm like, yeah. You did you pull him, Trav? But no, I just, then he did it again. Beto the, boosts his kids. He did it again in the same inning, two yeah. box in one inning. He comes home. He's like, hey, were those box? I said, yes. He goes, no, they weren't. I said, so you're telling me the umpire 
your own head coach, and me, we all thought it was a bot, but we're all three of us are wrong. You're right. Yes. I'm a Michael. Uh, the other thing, too, I think you actually triggered the ump in the first balk because you went, oh, geez. And then the umpire's like, yep, that's a balk. It was it was blatant. Just yeah. come to a stop, Slee. It's not super complicated. 20 years ago today, the NBA was never the same. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. You know how sometimes, Al, that you'll hear something that just doesn't make any sense to you? Like, there's no way that amount of time has gone by. It, it, it cannot have been that long ago. It was on this day, June 26, 2003, that LeBron got picked number one by the Cavs. Mm. So 20 what years ago. What a mistake. Right, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, eh, you know, I can't win them all. Um, but here, here's the part that just kind of blows me away with all of this. Yep. If you would have said the day before or the day that LeBron was picked, mm -hmm. hey, listen, this guy's going to make 10 all-star teams. Sure. I, you could see it. Hey, this guy's going to win a bunch of NBA championships. Okay. That you're gonna that this guy's gonna win a handful of MVPs, okay? Like you're stacking it on pretty thick. You could even tell me, hey, you know what? By the time it's all said and done, this guy's gonna be mentioned with Michael Jordan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, some of the greatest players of all time. Oh, okay. The one part of this that I would never have bought, never ever have believed, was oh, by the way. 20 years from today, he's still going to be one of the best players in the NBA. In the Western that, Conference Finals. Right. That, that, it, not, just, not that he's still in the league. Once in a blue moon, you'll get a guy that does 20. That this is a guy, 20 years later, is still the backbone of a team competing for NBA championships. It, it, it's insane. There's no other word for it. If I um, – you're right, versus the – Versus the Nuggets, what was his final? The final was it forty nine and nine or what? Thirty nine like and nine, whatever he had yeah. in the final game, game four. Um, if I said that, give me to you. What's the most impressive thing about LeBron James in his career? Mm -hmm. What what stands out to you? I, I for me, it takes a second, but. Is there one thing that stands out to you for, other than long, the longevity? Well, I, I was think just going to say, be the highest. I, I think for me it's his durability mm -hmm. and, and the fact that he's been able to not just survive in the NBA for 20-plus years, but thrive the entire time, right? there, Guys will get to 20 years occasionally, but usually it's more like a Vince Carter kind of thing. And, and even Kobe and Dirk and, and Tim Duncan at the end, they were still playing, but they weren't this. Kobe didn't play meaningful games for the last no, couple years. That, of that's his what career. I mean. Yeah. That, that it's, you, I mean, he's the all-time leading scorer. Mm -hmm. He's going to finish with you know top what five and assists or whatever it is by the time it's all said and done. It, you could pick any of these things, and they're all good at multiple championships, multiple MVPs, first player to win an MVP on three different teams with the NBA Finals. All of these, it, it's the durability. It, mm -hmm. It's the durability and the productivity. For as long as it has, is that is that it for you? I think it's the he won championships with three different teams mm -hmm. and three Finals MVPs. That's the part you've you've been one of the few that have made this argument. It's not like because we don't do this often. We're, we're not going to sit here and say it was the greatest player to ever play the game. Who All cares? Right. You got no, Kareem. There's cool. Lots of good. Answers. You got Jordan. Cool. You got LeBron. Yeah. All good answers. But I think the the fact that he, he kind of started something. That, by the way, still to this day, nobody has been able to mimic, and you, it's going to be very difficult to do it. The ability to go win multiple championships with different teams, and you're the guy. Yeah. You're getting the finals MVP every It's not, well, Shaq went to Miami and won one. Yeah, Dwayne was, Wade, Wade was, the, was best the best player. 
LeBron was the best player with the Cavs, best player with the Heat, best player with the Lakers, and still doing it today. Mm-hmm. That's probably the one that sticks out to me the most. You've, I've heard this the argument of, well, Jordan six and zero in the NBA Finals. I think you were the one that was saying you're like, why do people not count all the other times he did not get to the NBA Finals? Yeah. Why does it count against you to lose in the Finals to take a Cavs team to the right. NBA Finals in year whatever against the San Antonio Spurs to take the Cavs again versus um, the Golden State Warriors and Kyrie and Kevin Love get injured? Why does that count against him? I never really, to be honest with you, I never really thought of it that way. And then now it's becoming more and more of kind of a, a staple in the argument for Bron. The, the argument for me with that with with LeBron's what does he have? Six finals losses? Is that what it is? Four yeah, and four six? And ten. Okay, or four and six. Yeah. So of the six losses, only one of those should have been a win, right? The, the when they lost to Dallas in yep. Miami, they yep. should have won that series. They had the better team. They they were a better and San team. San Antonio. The San Antonio one, you think too? I think so. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, don't I think I think the, the Spurs, the Spurs actually blew a championship, and then I think it came back to reality. And that's Kawhi, Tim Duncan, Greg Popovich, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. I don't think that one was. That one's not as crazy as the Dallas one. It was the Dallas even. one. It was even. Even okay. okay, I, okay. I'm, I'm okay with calling it even. The even, Dallas one let's wasn't even. even. Go your way, Taylor. Let's say that it's it's two. Okay, so two. So he's lost in the finals twice when he should have won, but he's been ten times. That that's not a failure to me. Four and six, he's a losing record in the finals. I realize that, but this is not where he came in with the Golden State Warriors with Kevin Durant and these guys. Yeah, and you were supposed to just roll through it like that. It's not, and that he's that he's been in it mm-hmm. for as long as he has. We're gonna what's next year is his twenty first season. Yes, mm-hmm. into his twenty first season, and the Lakers. Obviously, Anthony Davis is wildly important in all of this, but the Lakers will either be successful or not based on how good LeBron James is. It's just it's just the way that it is. If he's if if whatever that cliff that's out there for every athlete ever, yeah. if it shows up next year, Lakers are in trouble. Of course, if if he hits the cliff, I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to be fine. But that twenty one years in and it still hasn't happened, it's stupid. It, it's just stupid. This playoff run in his twentieth year. 25, 7, and 7 was his stats. 25, 7, and 7 was his stats. You can go back. Listen, let me let me go back all the way to 2016, 2017. His stats in the playoffs, 22, 8, and 5. As in six years later, the stats are virtually the same. I'm not telling you he's the same player. I know things have changed. I know his defense isn't exactly what – I get all that. But he still has almost the same impact that he had six, seven years ago. Look at the – look. Here are the other guys that were drafted in that draft class with him. Uh, Carmelo has been out of the league for a year now. And Carmelo was not an all-star caliber player for, what, the last five, six years of his no career? No question. That's what I was just right? going to say. It's not yeah. when he retired. Right. When was the last time you said, hey, Carmelo is a real player in the league? It, it's been seven or eight years, yep. right? Chris Bosh had health issues. He left the league early, yep. but safe to assume he wouldn't have been doing it still. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade, deadlock cinch, first ballot hall of all of this stuff. Yep. He's, he's doing at, a game show on what, what network league. is he on TNT, TBS. He's, he's hosting a game show. Yes, he's doing comfort commercials. With 2019 his, was what, his last season, right? That's what I mean. He's been out of the league for a long time, mm-hmm. and his last few years in the league were kind of unimpressive. Of course, but... Like it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be normal. (laughs) Right? 
Noah's going after these players for slowing down 16 years in. It's insane that he's still going along, and that's one of the great drafts. You had Carmelo, you had Bosh, you had Wade, you had Darko. How about that? Poor Darko. Poor Darko. They also like how Corver like weighed on the list too. Like there's some of the people in the list that you know it's like crazy fine, too. But... If I'm if I'm right on this, Darko won a chip. He with did. The Pistons. Yeah, because I think the following year can, can you, he even can you, play a single second in can that you believe series? That the Pistons had an opportunity with the team they had. Could have got D Wade. Could have got Carmelo. Chris Bosh. Could have got Carmelo. Could have got any one of those players. Darko. Darko. I'm not saying when Benyama's Darko. I'm just saying that sometimes this stuff, you think you're on to something, and it's like, oh, yeah, it didn't work out so much. Did you see the picture of all the the first-rounders together with um, Adam Silver? Yeah. Where they're all on the, the yep. stage? And keep in mind, these are all first-round NBA picks, big yep. guys. When Benyama's nine feet ahead yep. of the rest of those guys. Just saying. Something to think about. Something to think about. All right, the Angels angeled over the weekend. Of course they did. What does it mean for Otani? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.